you fall fast when you don't think of others. When you don't consider others in everything that you do, whether it be your family, your friends, your spouse, or how you can help people if you get on, so to speak. You always fail when you think of self. Everybody that I know, I'm gonna get this money, I'm gonna come up, I'm gonna get this, I'm gonna get that. By this time this summer, you're gonna see me pushing this and pushing that. Most of the time, it turn out to be true. But then you lose it just as fast because you don't know how to sustain anything. You want it to come quick. It's going to leave you even quicker. I tend to think it comes from the music. You know, from the movies. From social media because you think everything is real. Everything ain't real. It's a lot of fabrication going on. And sometimes we learn the hard way that the people that we want to emulate, rappers we look up to, ball players we want to be like, not everything is what it seems to be. And I'm not saying you should Put your goals lower. Sorry about the harmonica, y'all. I, I really am. Wait a minute. Whoa. All right. I promise you I wasn't walking into a, a dosey do or nothing like that. But, uh, but anyway. <laughs> I'm seeing more and more people tend to look at social media like it's a real place. No, it's fabrication. You can live how you want to live. You can portray what you want to portray. You can go sit on anybody's car and take a picture. You can go stand in front of anybody's house and take a picture. Sorry about that, y'all. But like I said, you don't necessarily have to be yourself to be anybody if you understand that hey kitty how you doing <laughs> you don't necessarily have to be you to be anybody on social media you know a picture can tell a thousand stories but the truth you know because I listen to a lot of music myself and I love the stories I love the stories and the music. I love the art. I love where it takes you. Because a lot of the times it can take you out of your situation. It can take you away from reality for a little bit. But so many people tend to just stay there. So many people tend to think that's real. That song, that movie, that character, that person is real. So much of that is false. Like, so much of that is false. But you know, a lot of people learn their lesson the hard way, like I said. You know, that's why I choose to do my podcast the way I do it. 
you know, I can sit down and comfortable chair, sit in front of, you know, my setup, with my speakers, with my mic, around my wife and my kids instead of this unpredictable, unpredictable way, unconventional way that I record my podcast. I tend to want to be in my element and this is my element. And I only feel, I only feel right speaking about it right now, you know. I only feel right telling these stories right now. And so with that, you need to know that not all of it is real. Once again, I'm not saying set your goals lower to where you barely got to jump to reach them, you know, no. Keep your goals set as high as you want to, but know where you started. Know where you started. You started back having nothing or one or two followers. You know, barely a website, barely a podcast, barely anything. Barely a t-shirt, only a t-shirt, only a sweatshirt, only a hat or whatever. But no. That you can grow from anything. You know, I listened to these rappers and everybody was a drug dealer. Everybody was a kingpin. Everybody just killed someone. A lot of people don't realize that if you say you did or done these things, we can fact check it. We can fact check it easily. Everything's on the internet once we find out your government name. You know, look at how many rappers it exposed as just being regular ass people. Some of them have criminal records, not a lot. And if you do, I mean, if they do have a criminal record, a lot of them, it was after they were like well-known rappers. Or if it was a criminal criminal record, it was just drug possession or or a weapons charge because they all carry guns. I mean, you have to carry a gun when you're rapping about living a certain life. You have to. Because you know you're going to get tested. That's a given. That's 100% given. Every rapper that has ever rapped on a microphone has been tested for something they said. Whether it's something they said about somebody or something they said about themselves. Oh, shit, you may have to stand for that one. You may have to stand on that because I actually know those people that you're talking about. Or I actually live on that block you said you was on. I don't see you. I've never seen you. So you know, just know. Like I said, once again, I'm not saying don't set your goals to be a rapper. Set your goals to be real first. And always remember where you came from. Because you got people out there emulating you. You got people looking at your life like it's real. You know, a lot of this shit can come with disclaimers. How you doing, man? How you doing? 
pretty good. I need to come get some more pies from him, so I need yeah. to do. <laughs> But um, some a, a local business I support. She makes pies and stuff. Um, but like I said, you need to check a lot of their resumes and realize that a lot of them just regular people. They just happen to be a rapper, and a lot of rappers don't make don't make what they say they make. You know, you may you may take a picture with a lot of money but that may be money stacked show after show after show ain't nobody doing shows no more ain't nobody really did a show for a good majority of this year and if you did do a show it was most likely one or two you know in in front of your phone or your cameras you know nobody was there so you wasn't getting that much ticket money, revenue, or anything like that. But you know, I mean, there's so many ways these people are lying to the public and it's wrong. But, <clears throat> you know, I can't talk. I'm, I'm a rap fan myself. I'm a fan of the art. I'm a fan of the music. But do I know that most of them lie? Yeah. I mean, that's why I don't run around. Well, besides from being 37 years old, and I look pretty damn stupid running around trying to be part of a rap clique that they, they don't even know I exist. But you know, that's just me. <laughs> I mean, but you know, I still I still got my favorites that I follow. You know, this it has longevity in the music. You know, that was around when I was a teenager and shit like that. How you doing, man? But you know, it's around when I was, when I was coming up, and a little bit older than me, just, you know, rap about things I can relate to. You know, being a stand-up person, taking care of your family, you know, still being alive. <laughs> After so many years, you know, I'm not saying living the life that they live because, you know, I, I was never into drugs and alcohol. You know, I'm not saying I was never into gangs because a lot of my friends was in gangs. I couldn't really pick one because I knew so many different people from so many different gangs. I was like, well, damn, <laughs> I can't wear too many colors. <laughs> <laughs> but um you know it was like that I mean I did my dirt now but you know I was never I was never was never that person everything I ever did was to protect someone or or because it was a situation I couldn't get out of or like you know like I said to protect people I already said that but anyway, but back to what I was saying before about setting your goals and thinking of other people, thinking of ways you can help your community, thinking of ways that when you do get eyes on you, you know what you're doing. They can't find out anything that will be a detriment to them and also your career. How you doing? 
can't find, that you can't do. I'm not saying you can't, because you can. There's plenty of rappers that are living that life that don't really give a fuck about what the public feels as long as they sell their music, you know, so. But like I said, just be prepared for that truth one day. You know, like I said, I know plenty of people that get out there and have these goals of never being broke and these get rich quick goals and I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to have this, you're going to see me pushing this, or you're going to see me in them new J's next week and they don't have any food or they can't pay their bills, but they got on the new Jordans. That's not a life I want to live. How you doing, bro? What's up, bro? Nothing much, though. But, um, uh, setting your goals wrong. So many people want to be seen in a $300 pair of shoes, but they don't have $3 after that. You know, clothes are pretty cheap these days. You know, clothes have always been pretty cheap if you know how to dress. And then you know what to spend and you know how you want to look instead of looking like a carbon copy of somebody else. You know, I've always been, I've always been a person that just, you know, look how I want to look. I don't really chase trends or anything like that. Just give me a pair, pair of high tops, some jogging pants. I don't like wearing shirts for real, but you have to, you know. But uh, <laughs> give me a hoodie and I'm fine. That's me, just being practical. I'd rather be, I would rather who I am be seen than what I have on, you know. If you if you understand that, which I, what you do. But you know, I don't really run around trying to do this and do that. So many people I know are like that. There's nothing wrong with them. But it gets tired. That damn race gets tired though. And when you're trying to catch what catch a trend or live a life that you ain't got no business living. It's, it's, it's expensive and it's tiring. It's very tiring. You know, I'd rather just be myself. It's cheaper and I'm, I'm comfortable with being me. You know, you should be comfortable with being you. Loving the things you love, liking the things you like. Doing the things you want to do. You know, and when you finally do, hit that mark. Get that money you've been chasing. Save the money you've been chasing. Get that degree you've been chasing. Hell, get the relationship you've been chasing. You'll feel that much better about it because of the way that you attained it. You didn't manipulate anything. You didn't falsify anything. Everything you got is yours because you worked for it. Don't get me wrong. I know plenty of people on the other side of that fence that live a life in the streets. And they also have morals and integrity, but it's just a life that they chose and a life that they can't get out of. Just like myself, having a job, you know, that a lot of people say, damn, why have you you been working at this company for almost 20 years? Why don't you get out there, realize your potential and get something better for yourself? I'm not saying I didn't want to, but in certain situations you can't get out of. Had a family, had a family, children, girlfriend, little brother, mother I had to take care of, be there for. Then next thing I know, 
children, bills, house, no rent. 16 years have passed and I'm still at the same job. I make a lot more money, but you know, that the other side of the fence, the street life, it's the same way. You get in that life and a lot of situations keep you there. They keep you there. That's all on what you're working for. You know, that's just it. Just know what you're working for. Know what you're hustling for. Have yourself a way out. Have yourself more avenues to generate not only income, but generate interest in yourself. Because you never know who you come across in life, who you meet. You never know if there's a different direction for you to go. So take every chance you have in life to take. Leave nothing. Leave no regrets. Even if even if it turns out being a mistake, just learn from it. It's a lesson, not a loss. Always remember that. It's a lesson, not a loss. And hopefully everybody had a good week. Mom was okay. <laughs> Made a few mistakes here and there. But able to come up. Still make it home, see my family, talk to my friends, and you know, make sure my loved ones are alright. You know you tend to forget the little things that matter. You know, but it's always it's always time. Then on the other side of that, a lot of people feel we have no time. You know, we all have the same 24. It's just how, what you do with it. Because it's true, time is the only thing we can't keep, we can't hold. It's just on what you do with it. You know, something kind of, kind of has me off a little bit. Um, real sick of just blatant, blatant racism. I'm sick of it. You know, I know I'm not alone in that, but I'm also sick of companies, corporations, and organizations that are pushing, pushing that narrative onto you, pushing it on you. You know, I was watching the build-up for um, UFC fight because uh, a good friend of mine is also good friends with uh, Tyrone Woodley, and he is a UFC fighter. He was fighting someone. I don't know. His, I, I don't know this guy, but I saw the build-up for the fight, and you know, Tyrone Woodley was wearing a wearing a hat to say "Make races catch the fade again." You know, and I understood what that meant. But I didn't know that he was talking to the person that he was fighting, <laughs> you know. So, person that he was fighting, you know, had, you know, um, a right affiliated hat on. I'm going to say that, and that was sort of the. Not only I'm going to beat you or whatever, or you know, 
I'm better than you at, you know, at this art. It was more on the lines of black and white and right and left and this and that. And um, I always knew Dana White was, you know, I mean, the way it was broken down to me from a lot of, a lot of different people, if you have money, if you have status, regardless of who you are, if you have money or status, you're always going to be a Republican, so to speak. You're always going to be a capitalist, so you're always going to tend to go to that side. So, after, you know, Tyrone Woolley lost, you know, it was, it was a TKO in the fifth round, you know, fighters lose. It's all in how you build yourself back up. But, you know, he was back. The guy who beat him was back on the press conference, back with a different hat on, I believe. And he got a phone call from the president, and he was so happy, you know, he was so happy to hear from his hero, so to speak. But this fight wasn't for a title. This fight wasn't for any sort of glory other than I beat you, you know. Maybe he'll get a title shot, who knows. But the fact that the president called him, you know, while he was wearing his hat, saying these things, President calling me, putting on speakerphone. I just, <clears throat> I mean, we all know, or we all think we know, you know, well, about the agenda that the president has. So, you know, we think we know, but he could just be playing a lot of people. You know, that's what businessmen tend to do. They tend to, oh, okay, you're gonna buy up, you're gonna buy this. Oh, when I say this, you get excited. When I, you know, oh, well, hell yeah. I'm going to play this role. It could just be a role he's playing. We we don't, I don't care, but still. But it was just the fact that he was just pushing it wherever he can. And, you know, we, we, we tend to go to sports to escape these things. We tend to go to sports, but now you can't because... Because it's everywhere. It's everywhere you turn. It's everyone you face. You know, I've seen plenty of people with Trump mask on. Trump 2020 mask on. Make America great again. Mask, hats, shirts. But these people have a great insight on equality because you know, once I turn around and, you know, see what they want or if they want anything throughout the store or wherever I see them, I see a lot of them walking them down the street. But, but, um, but they ask, you know, how are you, you know, how am I doing and stuff like that. And it's sincere because you can read people. And not everyone who, who votes for him, you know, because you have to pick a lot of people tell me you have to pick an evil because, you know, both sides. But you can't really pick one because both sides are evil. So, hey, pick a side. But anyway, what, um, you know, these people ask me, you know, how am I doing and everything like that. You know, it's good to see me and stuff. They don't share that, that same sentiment. They don't share. I mean, they, they could, for all I know. I, I don't know. But for that moment that I'm talking to him, I'm not looked at 
as the enemy. I'm not looked at as, oh, you're just, you're just a part of that. You're just a part of them. You're one of them. This is what I hear. I don't hear it personally, but, you know, like I said, everybody has to pick a side. You don't have to. Choose to, but you don't have to. I tend to look at things a little differently, like, you know, I'm not trying to pick a side. I'm just a human being, and and so are you. But, you know, I, like I said, I, I just looked at what I saw this morning, like, you know, that was all planned because the fight ended, you know, rather mysteriously. And then, you know, he knew that he had the president on this on this time slot because why would the president just call a random fighter for a title for a fight that wasn't for a title you know just to incite this or just to to get this out there you just can't seem to escape it no more can't seem to escape it and I'm looking at I I try to keep everything high level is what I tell people Try to keep it all eye level. And um, what I see, what I see I can change. You know, what I'm gonna, what I what I walk past, what I come across, what I what I can physically, physically touch, I can change. And I see so many people of every race, every nationality that are out here, they're struggling. I see so many young people out here lost. And you just tend to just tend to hold on to people. You know, I tell you guys all of the time I pass a lot of I pass a lot of addicts. They don't mean a lot, a lot of these people don't want to be homeless. They don't want to be addicts. They don't want to be out here panhandling. They don't want to do this, but you know, life hasn't dealt them that hand. And I, I talk to a lot of these people and they tell me, like, dude, I got a daughter, I got a son. You know, I don't want my mother to see me like this. But I can't get help. I mean, this is what we need to fight for. This is what we need to fight for. You hear so many people tell me, I mean, I hear so many people tell me that they can't get into a shelter. When I'm looking at an empty warehouse right now as I'm recording this, I'm looking at so many empty buildings right now. I mean, why can't why can't our lawmakers and politicians, you know, open up a lot of these buildings and give these people give them jobs to fix them up and live there? Why can't that happen? So many apartment buildings. I see three right now. So many apartment buildings that are vacant. Why can't you give these people jobs? Teach, teach them, you know, teach them how and. Give them the opportunity to make something better of themselves. That's all over the world. It's all over the world. All over this, all over this country, I should say. But you know, there's so many people out here that are struggling, that are hurt, that are, I don't want to say hopeless because everybody has hope, but it's just, it's hard to look at this and know we still have so far to go that regardless of who you vote for in November, 
you're still going to be faced with it's reality. I mean, it's ugly to see true. I mean, you wish you could just take them out of it, but I mean, but a lot of people feel they have no other way to go, but you know, you know, I was having a conversation with a friend and he was telling me that, uh, you know, with so many ways you could, you could help yourself and, uh, and trick your mind and into more positive ways of thinking and doing and you know, it was sort of, I don't know, it wasn't, I mean, when you're already in a good space, it's kind of easy to just, you know, not really let things affect you, you know, not go into certain situations, not put yourself in harm's way, you know, not, not willingly put yourself in harm's way. So it's kind of easy, it's kind of easy for people to say, well, I'm just not going to you know, think negative thoughts, everything positive, everything positive. It's easy to do. You know, like I like I tell people, it's easy to do that when you know, you know, you can open up your refrigerator and there's food in it. It's easy to do when you when you can you know, when you can turn the light switch on or take a hot bath. You know, have a warm house in the winter time and cool home in the summer. I mean, it's easy. But you don't have anything. You know, it's kind of hard for people to it's kind of hard for people to think positively. You know, and I see people all of the time when they tell me that you know, the people that are catching thieves in the store and stuff, they tell me, you know, you know how hard it is out here. You know, and that's when they that's when they usually berate me, you know, and call me all kind of names and shit and try to provoke me into fighting or whatever. And I tell them, you know, I got to make sure I make it home. And I also have to make sure that, you know, the people in this store are protected because we, you know, we, we, we're here. We're still trying to make a living. And, you know, if we just let everybody come in the store and just take what they want. You know, we wouldn't last very long. You know, so that's I mean, that's why I don't I don't try I don't put anybody down. I don't put anybody down. I don't argue with anyone. I don't try to physically intimidate people. You know, I talk to them, take them aside, talk to them, you know, try to give them some words of encouragement. But like I just said, it's kind of hard for people to even take you serious. You know, when they when they're faced with what they're faced with at home. Don't get me wrong, a lot of people are just are just like that. Don't want to work. Just would rather take because it's easier. It's easier to just take than work for things and you know, have honor and integrity about yourself. And some people don't even give a fuck about that. They just, just come in stores, fill bags up, walk right out. And they always use that same excuse. You know how hard it is out here, black man. Ain't you a black man? And I look at them and I'm like, I already know the eyes that are stacked against me just from breathing. That ain't got shit to do. I mean, it has something to do with 
with the color of my skin. But then again, it just has it has more to do with your opportunities and how you take them and what you do with the blessings you're given and what you do with the potential and the gifts God give you. God gives you. So you can't fall and use that same excuse like you know how hard it is out here black man and this and that because I know plenty of black people plenty of plenty of people of color who you know aren't aren't rich but aren't 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 poor either honor integrity you know they have character about them you know they save money for things that they you know things that they can't afford right now like you know some people do most people do I'm sorry you know, instead of going out there living beyond their means or something like that. I mean, a lot of people know how to just take care of, you know, themselves. Take care of their financial and just just take care of their family. A lot of people just know how to do that. Some people, it's hard. Some people never had, never even had that opportunity, and I understand that. But under that same token, you can't fall. You just can't continue to fall on that black, black card. You cannot continue to fall on that race card. You can't. Your life is fucked up because your life is fucked up. You did it. Simple as that. You behind in your bills or whatever. You behind in your bills. Sometimes you just got to take ownership and realize, yo, it's, it's my fault. It's my fault. But it's on you to pull yourself up. You can't expect anybody to just up and give you a handout just because you got your hand out. Life doesn't work like that. If that's the case... I'd stop working. You'd stop working. If that's the case, we all can't just continue to look at like, oh, well, it's hard out here for black people, so I'm not even going to try. They're killing black people, so I'm not even going to try. I heard that too. I heard that as well. Why try? They don't give any opportunities for black people. Why try? Or everything is... Everything is given to white people. Everything is given to this, given to that. They give these people jobs and houses and stuff like that when they come over in this country. I hear so much shit. Those people still work. They have, you know, stores, businesses, things of that nature. They still work. I know people that were born here, raised here, that have never had a job, that live off what the government provides for them. So you can't look at look at the foreigners and, 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 and degrade them in any kind of way because they come over here and they try harder, just as hard as, as Americans. So I, I can't down anybody for trying. I can't. I can't down anybody for making a life for themselves. I mean, when I talk to the people that come in there and steal and stuff like that, I was like, what if what if I just walk in, walked in and took what I wanted? I'm like, dude, you can't do that. I'm like, it's like, so when they try to get mad at me and call me an Uncle Tom or whatever, what have you, and they say, you know how hard it is out here. And it's like, yeah, get a job. Get a job. Turn your life around a legitimate way. Because what you get for that bottle of liquor or that pack of meat, bag of shrimp, whatever you stealing, that's going to last you, what, a day? If that? 
Like you can't you you can't be happy with yourself with the life that you live in. The only way people feel that they can live is if they got the biggest car, the biggest house, the biggest TV, or if they don't have this or that, they ain't comfortable in life. They ain't happy in life, so why try if they don't have everything? That's bullshit. As long as I'm, as, as long as my wife, and my kids, and family and friends are taken care of, I'm good. People say, "Well, Harrison, how come you 37? You don't, you don't have a car?" And I'm like, I, I know. I have, I have rent due, bills due, and my wife and my kids come before myself. So, you know, I don't. I, I honestly can't afford a car right now. You know, I tell my wife all the time. One of these days, we're going to luck up, we're going to get a car. One of these days. One of these days. But something always pops up. This bill, that bill, something always comes about. Something happens. So, you know, we just do what we can do. You know, we're not, we're not put off from things because we don't have a car. You know, we're not... The, the lesser family because we don't have a car. And that doesn't make us make us any more of a family or anything like that. Just because we don't have certain things. Kids got everything they need. Some 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 of what they want, but they got everything that they need. So you know I mean we try. You know, and that's all we expect everyone to do. That's all. I mean, I, I don't expect anybody to do anything, but that's all everyone should do was just try and just live decent, decent, good, decent, good lives. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all wrong with that. I mean, they don't look at what the next person has as, don't look at what the next person has as putting you down or you hate them because you don't have what they got. You know, just try to live your life and only your life because that's the only life you can live. You can't live your life for your parents, for your children, or what have you, husband, wife, whatever. Just live your life and be comfortable. Be comfortable with your life. Just be comfortable with your life. You know, because everyone has things to stress them out. Everyone has things that get, you know, that, that that they feel that they just can't handle and they just let it just destroy their entire lives. But, you know, but you have to, some sort of way, think positively. Think positively, I'm sorry. And know that it's all in how hard you work. It's all in how bad you want it. No, it just is. It's, it's true. It's all in how bad you want things in life. And the way to keep them, the way to sustain it, is, I mean, I'm not saying just, just try to walk a straight line because nobody can. Nobody can walk a straight line in life. How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Nobody can walk a straight line in life. I mean, if you tell me you've walked a straight line, then I may look at you and tell you you never took a chance. So if you've never taken a chance in life, I'm not saying, I'm not saying I can't talk to you or whatever, whatever. 
but you can't knock the next person for for trying. You can't. You can't. And since no one is perfect, you can't knock the next person for anything that they do. You know, I don't blame these people for stealing and stuff like that. I I mean, I I can't. I can't blame them because 80% of the time I know what they're doing it for. But you know, you just, like I said, I can't blame them. I can't judge them. I can only try to help them do what I can do. I mean, it's, I got to tell everyone it's a lot more problems we're faced with in this society than, than, than voting or, you know, the coronavirus. It's a lot more problems. It's a lot more. I mean, because we're always going to look different. We're always going to be different people. We should just accept it. Accept it and just work with those differences. You know, I have beautiful relationships with plenty of people that don't look like me. Plenty of people that don't share my background. And it's all because, true, we we share common interests, whether it be sports or other things, but we're all friends. We're all, I mean, I, I consider them family. We're all family because of our bond as people, just as people. Justice people. And I really can't. I mean, I've lost friends this year because of, well, so called friends. Because people have, I've heard people have said that, well, I can't be your friend because of what, what my husband thinks or what my wife thinks of black people, what my father thinks, what my, what my mother thinks. I've had those conversations with people, you know, that come, sorry about that, that come to me with, um, it was like, Harrison, you know, I was friends with this black dude or friends with this white man or whatever, and all of a sudden, you know, I go to him to talk to him about what's going on, and it's like, well, I can't talk to you anymore, or, you know, or you can't come around anymore, and, you know, and I'm like, why, you know, because, you know, like, like I stated before, this year has unfortunately exposed people for who they are and you you must I can't say you must but some people feel that you must pick a side you know and I'm still trying to be be as be as human as I possibly can without seeing what's on the outside you know because if we can all if we can all see through our souls and see what this person is about instead of what what they look like. Would that make it better? You know, if instead of seeing the outer shell, if we could see, you know, what this person cared about, interest, would would it make it better? I mean, I honestly feel that it would, but there's no way that we can do any of that without getting to know a person. So... Just because a person is of another color or has another color on or has a t-shirt on or a hat that says something, does that necessarily make them a bad person? A lot of a, a lot of cases, yes, true, 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 true. I'm not that damn naive. 
But just like I said earlier, you know, plenty of people are looked at, Trump supporters are looked at as racist or looked at as just, just, they're, they're looked at as, you know, just, just racist people, ignorant individuals. But like I said, at least four or five people that I've seen with Trump mask on or, you know, they spoke and they asked how I was doing and, you know, it was genuine. It was genuine. And I mean, there, there are plenty of people like that. I mean, it's just, it's just a, it's just a difference of opinion. It's just a difference of opinion. You know, so I can't really, I can't really say that just because you're going to vote for, for him or whoever, you're a horrible individual or you're, you're not on my side, so to speak. Or you don't care if I live or die whether or not because I'm not for Trump or I'm not for Biden. You know, I still feel for human beings. I still feel compassion and love for human beings. I mean, I lead with love. I honestly lead with love. That's my first, it's my first feeling. It's my first feeling. And no, once again, I'm not being dumb and naive. That's to say just that, you know, I just, oh, I'm going I'm to love you anyway if you were to harm my children or harm my wife. Oh, I love that person. I forgive that person. Fuck that. No, you do something that damn idiotic, you got to hit the ground. Sorry about that. But I leave with love. I leave with love for everyone. You know, like I said, because that's my first emotion. That's my first thing is to give love. So I see people, and you know what I mean? Like, like I said, when I meet someone and they're, and they're doing something they have no business doing, stealing or whatever, I'm still compassionate. You know, I'm still compassionate for that person. I'm not being stupid, you know, or just bowing down or just saying, please, sir, don't do this. No, I'm pulling them aside and I'm having a conversation with them. But in the same token, you know, because if you lead with anything, like Bud Love, especially to people like that, how are they going to respond? They're going to respond irrationally and negatively. And you know, and it may be in, it may be a situation, but I try to avoid those situations just by being calm. You know, because I could, you know, try to physically intimidate everyone. I could, I honestly could. But then I'd have a lot more problems on my hand if I did that. A lot more. A lot more, how y'all doing? A lot more issues on my hands. A lot more issues on my hands. I mean, but, like I said, I don't, I don't, I try to lead with compassion, lead with love. And, and, and it works, it works. A lot of the times it does. A lot of the times it does work, but I still get met with those People who want to push and test, but, you know, lucky, luckily enough, by the grace of God, I haven't ran into any situation that I can't get out of. So, but, you know, like I said, I still lead with love. I still want to see the better for everyone, regardless of what you think of me or where I live or who I, who I, who I do or don't support. You know, I still feel that there's beauty in everyone. I mean, I mean if you just live your own life, and not really care about the next person, you'll be all right. You know, if you just 
just live your life. And don't care about what they're wearing or driving or going or shirt or whatever. How y'all doing? You know, if you just be for yourself. Be for yourself. It's like I tell everybody, hey, just make it back home. Just make it back home. You know, you can wear whatever shirts you want to wear, but be prepared if somebody has something to say about it. You can wear whatever hats you want to wear. Be prepared if somebody says something about it. Be, be prepared for that. But just accept that argument, accept that difference of opinion, and move on. Move on. <clears throat> like I said, it's just that. Just I said it's just that. Just be. Just be for self. I didn't say do for self. I said be for self. Try your hardest to just understand that not everyone's gonna agree, not everyone's gonna accept you. But be for self and be okay with that. And know that you know you're able to walk and live in your own skin comfortably, and you'll be perfectly fine. Okay, I think he's fighting a bee or something. That's hilarious to see that little boy jump up and start swinging that air, but I didn't know what he was fighting. It was a bee over there. Okay, all right, I got it. But anyway, but anyway. It'll be beautiful if we just accept each other. It'll be beautiful if people can see that we're not screaming Black Lives Matter because we want to be on top. No, that's not the reason. That's not the reason why people are saying Black Lives Matter. I hope you understand the reason by now. I'm not going to be the one to tell you if you don't, but hopefully you do. But you know, so. <laughs> but I mean. There was a point in time in this world where we didn't know we were in a room with a racist. We didn't know if we were in a room with a person that hated, hated us because of what we looked like. They kept it to themselves. But you know, but a couple of years ago, a certain person made it okay to just be a blatant bitch. That's right. It's okay for me to call the police on you if I don't like how you're barbecuing or how you're running in the park or how many people you have with you. It's okay. It's my right to call the police and do this because I felt threatened. Even though you aren't threatening me, thinking about what, thinking about me at all, I feel the need to do this. And if I'm wrong, oh well, you're just going to have to accept it. That's so messed up. But hey, I just want to get back to it to the point in time where we were just here. <laughs> you know, we were just here. We didn't have to say, well, you know, I don't mean any offense or any of this, any of this, any of that. Oh, my goodness. You know, I see so many people with Black Lives Matter shirts on now that aren't black. <laughs> you know, they, and it's, and, it, and, and, it, and, it, and it reminds me that, you know, so many people don't care about what you think. They just they just don't give a damn. I don't care at all because just because just because I'm just because you see me as a white man or a white woman, I can't accept black people or accept people for who they are. 
I have to be on your side. Or just because you see me as a black man that, I, that I'm all about black power and black unity and all this and buy black and all of this shit. Sometimes you're going to meet an individual that just loves people for who they are and doesn't have an agenda. Doesn't have an agenda. It's so messed up to just live in this country right now. It is. It is. But like I said, there's still beauty here. There's still beauty here. I mean, and I support everybody. I support everybody. I support businesses. I mean, have I have I supported more black businesses lately? I'm gonna be honest with you. Yes, I have. But do I still support the same businesses and the same people that I supported before? Yes, I do. So it doesn't differ. It's not like I'm just going to know, oh, nope, 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 can't spend my money here anymore. I can't watch football anymore because of, because of this reason or that reason. I can't listen to this artist anymore because of this stance or that stance. I, 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 I just can't do that. I just can't do that. Once again, am I being naive and stupid? Hey, some people have called me worse, but if I'm being naive and stupid about just what I choose to accept, then then so be it. You know, so be it. I've had arguments with so many people about the things that I've said or the stances that I do and don't take. I mean, there's, there's so much more in the world, but I mean... Do I know people who've quit a job because of what's going on now? Hell yeah. Do I know people who've asked for a transfer because of what's going on? Yes. Do I know people who fought over all all of a sudden you finding out I'm a I'm a Trump supporter. All of a sudden you find out I'm a Republican or a Democrat or I'm an atheist or whatever, whatever. So you don't like me anymore. I don't give a damn what you do. Who you love, who you like. If Crips and Bloods can get along, damn it, then so can Dem- Democrats and Republicans. We can all find a way to coexist. We just don't have to cross each other's paths. You stay on your end, I'm gonna stay on mine. Simple as that. I mean, but is it that simple? <laughs> Some people are making it harder than it has to be, but. Who am I? I'm just a person doing a podcast. Hopefully trying to make a difference in in this world. Just trying to be a beacon. Trying to be one of the links of the chain that's going to that's gonna bring everything back together. Just trying to do my part. Just like you. Trying to do your part as well. So. I thank you all. Once again, listening to an episode of Skip. Oh shit! I was scared to say get my husband off my podcast. For <laughs> listening to an episode of Patience as a Podcast. Till next time, I love you guys.